Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Warning, this Bleach podcast features many spoilers from the upcoming anime arc, Thousand Year Blood War. So if you've not read the manga or you do not want to hear spoilers for the upcoming arc, viewer discretion is advised. What is up? Welcome back to a digital Bleach Boys 18. We're kicking it off. We're still in the middle of the Noitora versus, uh, you know, kind of Ichigo and Nell. And then also happening at the same time, Xyloparo versus uh, Renji, Uryu, Dondochaka, and Peshe. So two fights happening simultaneously. We're going to get more into that. We get the backstory of Nell and why it is exactly that Noitora hates Nell. And then we get to see the release form of Xyloparo, which is pretty cool. You know, I forgot that it did a certain thing. We do get a new opening, which is good. So which one we, is it? Um, you know, when uh, way back when we first got the opening when they went into Huecamundo, and I was like, oh, it's yeah. the one with the fire. And then you're like, oh, which one? And I was like, no, there's only one with the fire. This one starts with fire too. Um, but it does spoil adult, adult Nell. So uh, the recap that has adult Nell in it, uh, or the opening that has adult Nell, spoils. So there you go. And then we move into, which I don't know if this is counts as the longest recap of the series, because the whole first episode, we're on episode 190, it starts as a complete recap. 75% of the episode is a recap. It starts from when Ichigo first fights Okiora, and then works its way all the way up. So... I'm s- crazy uh that's i always hated when they did like recap episodes but it's like one of those like i kind of get it like you know we paused and we just came off of a filler arc and it's like here's all of the key fights like they they started at cool fights you know so you basically get to see the okiora fight again then you go right into the grimjo fight then you go right into the noitora fight so they kind of like lead up to it but it is 15 minutes of the episode to get to that point so fun times yikes and then they get you with five minutes of new content. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you have to watch the episode. You know, you got to you gotta see. So we pretty much, it comes off of the recap part where we see Ichigo go up and greet Orihime after having defeated uh, Grimjo. And Ichigo picks up Orihime and Nell, descends to the ground. And this is when we get to find out that was previously spoiled in the previous next time that Grimjo is still alive and has gotten back up. He stumbles towards Ichigo, but is just so beat he like goes out of his release form. Grimjo yells, I won't lose to you, and goes to lunge his sword towards Ichigo, which Ichigo just throws his own sword away and grabs Grimjo's wrist, telling that he's not going to fight him anymore. But if oh, you... I do. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. But he's like, yo, it's like, I'm not going to fight you, but I'll fight you anytime you want. But right now you need to give up. And Grimjo says, I'll never stop to you, and tries to attack Ichigo again. And then, you know, notice on that sentence there, it was a try to attack Ichigo again, because then we see Grimjo get absolutely fucking wrecked by a giant weapon out of nowhere, and he collapses to the floor. That weapon is, I of do course, remember. Noyatora. Yeah, he gets fucking whomped. Do you remember? He's like, he Dude, tries to I, go for I the was... fight. He goes like, wham! And he's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Like, all you see is like, I thought he got cut in half. You I was would just like, think, holy like, shit. If it was any other, like, a wrong car or, like, a, a, you know, someone that's not in Espada, they would have just cut him in half, 100%. Yeah, just completely cleaved them. Yeah. So we get to officially see, of course, is Noitora. And Ichigo demands to know who he is and if he's in Espada, which are both great questions to ask when someone shows up. Grimjo, still alive, immediately snitches out Noyatora's name, and he calls him a bastard. 
Noitoro, now knowing that Grimjo is still alive, flies past Ichigo and goes to finish him off. But just as he's about to hit and kill Grimjo, Ichigo grabs his sword and then lands in between the two, blocking the blade from hitting Grimjo. Noitoro says, all right, Soul Reaper, what's your name? And, of course, we get the introduction of Ichigo Kurosaki, in case you guys didn't know that already. Noitoro says, I'll remember that, but you won't be alive much longer. And then they begin fighting, and Ichigo thinks to himself, what the hell, he's scrawny, but he is incredibly strong. Uh, which, you know, some of the people say about me as well. You're just going to add that on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You have Noitoro strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Not yeah. a lot of people know that. So that's, yeah. that's in your book. Yeah. Yeah, in your bio yeah yeah so mid-battle noitora calls out to his uh fraction whose name is tezra tezra appears and holds orihime down ichigo looks away and this gives noitora a chance to attack him noitora begins shit talking ichigo basically going like oh so you're one of those the kind of hero who thinks that if your girl's safe you actually have a shot at taking me down he then shows his tongue revealing that he is a spotter rank five he says that careless pe- that a careless piece of garbage like you that barely managed to defeat him back there i rank higher than he does yours get his dead and then, of course, we take that opportunity to cut over to Rinji, Uryu, Donachaka, and Peshe, who are now fully on the run because they're not second around in the room, if you remember. Yeah. They, they say their only goal is to rescue Orihime, so why would they want to wait in a room where we can't use our powers? They reach to the top of the stairs, open the door, and surprise, they have arrived completely back to where they started, and Sayo Laparo is now standing there in a new outfit, welcoming, welcoming them back. And that's the end of the hey, first he- episode. Yeah, to make sure he was clean, you know, clean yeah, cut you know, and everything. Yeah, like, fuck, man. It's like, I, I'm not going to fight with the shit, uh, shit attire. It's not worth it. Do you remember the big debate, though, that happened after we saw that episode? We're like, Grimjo's still alive. Yeah, but I feel like it's generally pretty obvious they show you when someone dies. So it's yeah. like, if you don't see it, you don't see it. You know, if, like, if they're not uh, vaporized, then it's they're, they're good. See, that's where my thing is. Like, I think Stark should still be alive. Yeah, even I, though they I agree. Hey, I agree. It should be like a Mace Windu thing. You know, we didn't see Mace yeah. Windu die. Stark should be the same way. So... Next episode, Siloparo opens it up with pretty much a nice little explanation of what's going on. He says the palace and myself are one. Being inside of it is like being inside of my own body, where I will it to do what I want. Um, then he continues on saying, must bring back fond memories, Soul Reaper. Do you remember the first time you stepped into this palace? And then this gives them another excuse to show a lot of flashbacks. Because uh, we can see Renji when he first opens up inside of the palace. And he shows up and tries to attack uh, Xyloparo. He then goes to ask the same question of Uryu. Basically allowing them now to fill up nine minutes total of the episode with footage from the fight we've already seen. So it's really kind of two flashback episodes back to back. We're skipping that. He says, even during the time when I was changing, uh, when I was changing my clothes, he kept watching all of them. He says there are hidden cameras in every wall of this palace. And I can rearrange the creeper. corridors any way I desire. Yeah, so basically he was doing like the Gin thing where he was just drawing the paths around i thought that was funny that again did that yeah he says all i did was trick you into running into circles from corridor to corridor until you return to the exact same place he then releases his resurrection saying sip i'm gonna try and pronounce this la lujuriosa i think as he does a kind of a fantastic sword swallowing technique like he puts the sword down his throat and then he inflates like a blimp and a bunch of pink mist (laughs) out. then we hear um a bunch of that I can't describe any better than hentai noises. Kind of like, uh, uh, and then like slimy, slimy noises as we see tentacles come out. Yeah. And then we finally get to see his resurrection here where he kind of has gone for a David Bowie-esque Espada look. You know, he wants to represent, he's all about the fashion. He then begins spraying black ink out of his back like a fucking fountain. Like an octopus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not like he like leans down. It just spews up behind him and just starts showering black ink everywhere. Um, everyone immediately begins dodging it because they don't know what to do. Uryu yells out not to touch it. Um, Dondachaka is the first to get splatted on, and a copy of him begins to grow from the ink spot. Next, Uryu gets hit. 
Then Renji steps on a puddle with all of them getting doubles made of them. Pesce is the only one dodging and not being hit until he sees everybody he else has one and says, hey, no fair. You told me not to touch it, and now you all have doubles, and I don't have one. And then he gets hit on purpose. So feeling a little bit left up. Pesce, very similar to Josh. Uh, Xyloparo says, as you might presume, your doppelganger is possessed the same powers and abilities as you. However, I have one piece of deliciously good news for you. I've decided to lift the trap that seals uh, that seals your powers in this room. So you can fight to your heart's content against your alter egos and kill yourselves off. Xyloparo then sits on a throne that is made out of other, like, uh, a spot, or not a spot, a Ronkar. And then uh, laughs as Udi and Renji get ready to fight their clones. We cut back to Noitora versus Ichigo. Get used to this because there's a lot of something cool happens, cut, what? something cool happens, cut. Um, Noitora comments saying that, your moves are quite impressive. First time fighting against a long-range weapon. Ichigo replies second time, actually, because, you know, he's fought against Ikaku. But then he gets smacked in the fucking back. Or he may cry out to stop because Ichigo is still injured from the previous fight. Noyatora yells out to shut up, you ignorant little fool. This is a battle. It isn't supposed to be a fair fight. Which, true and true. True. Uh, Noyatora asks Ichigo if he expected to sneak into the enemy's backyard, cause a ruckus with all the fighting, and expect to sneak out without being noticed. He says, obviously, I watched you fight against Grimdra from the very beginning, so I already know your every move even before you make it. Then we pan to see behind a piece of rubble where we see a crouched down Nell sweating bullets. We go back to Udyu and Renji. Udyu is having a beam struggle, but uh, with arrows uh, with his clone. Peche is upset that with his handsome doppelgangers around, well, singular doppelganger around, all <laughs> the girls will go after him instead of the OG one. Xyloparo then like sprays some more black liquid, liquid at Peche. Which Pesce dodges, hiding behind Donachaka, and it creates more Donachaka. Xyloparo <laughs> chuckles, and he's like, well, why dodge it? I thought I would give you a chance to increase your handsome numbers. Which I thought was pretty oh, I funny. I like that. Yeah. I, I like that little banter. Uh, then we go back to Ichigo, who is trying to attack Noitara, but he catches his blade literally with his hand. And it's such a nice sword. Shame that it only looks sharp. He, he, Noitara goes, I shouldn't have even dodged it. Or he may think of using her powers on Tessra. Uh, but he immediately kind of catches that she's kind of looking at him. And says, please don't even think about it. It may be true that your power is tremendous, but the reishi called Rika that configures your power is extremely fragile. Even I could destroy them. The only reason I don't do so is because your power belongs to Lord Aizen. Lord Aizen has strictly ordered us not to destroy Rika unless attacked. So don't force my hand. And the Rika that he's talking about, I don't know if this will be explicit, but yeah, it's the little like headband thing that she wears. Yeah. Or he may finally realize that Nell is missing. So she kind of is like, oh, where's Nell? And begins looking around. Tezra notices this immediately as he noticed that she was thinking of attacking and asks if something is wrong. Tezra immediately puts it together again, saying, I see, I don't see the little wrong car that was with you earlier either, and then begins scanning around looking for himself. He says, there she is, as he locks eyes with the boulder or like a piece of debris that she was hiding behind, and then his eyes begins glowing red as he explodes the debris that now was hiding behind, sending her flying out into the open. Just then, Ichigo goes flying past the now exposed Nell, Noitora walks towards her, seeing her skull helmet, and says, Are you Nell? Noitora says, I thought it was you. The scar gives you away. Tell me, does your mask throb after it's been cracked? Nell is looking super shook about this, but not saying anything, kind of just like whimpering. Ichigo says, What's going on here, you bastard? How do you know who Nell is? And of course, as I mentioned, we cut away. Don the Chaka is now running away from his many other doppelgangers. He tells Uryu that we need to look for Nell right away. I've been sensing it for a while. She's frightened. Something terrible is out there frightening her, scaring her. We have to get out of here now. We can't let Nell get any deeper into Las Noches. With that, huh. we go straight back to Noitora, who says, I wonder what possible reason you would have for coming back here again. Did you bring her here, Soul Reaper? And then he, he pauses for a second. Funny, have you been dragging her around without even knowing who she is? And Ichigo, of course, is like, what do you mean? 
Noe Torres says, well, if you don't know, I'll tell you. You only know her as Nell, but her full name is Nelliel to Oldelschwank, I think. Oldelschwank. She's a former right. Espada. Nell, How does she pronounce it, right? She goes Nelliel to 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 something, some, right? Something. something. They put some nice little accent on it that I'm not going to recreate. <laughs> Nell, still on the ground, just kind of whimpering, freaking out. And that's the end of the episode. Uh, once again, previews for next time now spoils Nell's adult form completely. Just wink, spoils it. Uh, Did they just have like a like they just couldn't wait because she's she looks so damn good or well i don't know i feel like now in like anime nowadays they're much more careful about not spoiling shit in the theme song where i feel like mm-hmm. it was far too often when things were happening it was like oh in this arc you know they fight i don't know aizen is, it's like we're gonna this, spoil it is this opening the one that also shows the captains invading yes Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I remember it this. doesn't like strictly show them invading, but it does show the captains. Like I think Ichigo and Gang are walking, and then the captains start appearing beside them inside yeah. of Huacomundo. It's, it's like like a out of focus kind yes, of shot. Yes. Almost. Yeah. Yes. So it does spoil quite a bit. I don't know why, but you know, it, it could be the captains have been in other openings before this, so you could kind of write it off as that. But it definitely shows adult Nell, which is bullshit. Um, Noitora asked Nell to confirm what it is he's saying. She says, it's impossible. Nell could never be an Espada. Noitora continues to ask why she came here. Did she trick them all to bring her here just to make things even between us? Nell continues denying and says Nell just wanted to be with Ichigo and the others. Nell just didn't want to say goodbye to them. Noitora says to quit your lying. Nell turns to Ichigo crying and says, please believe Nell. Nell would never lie to you. Noitora decides he's officially heard enough and walks over to Nell and goes to stomp on her head. But, of course, imagine if that was the ending of, El- of Nell there. Ichigo comes in pushing his, le- her- his leg away. And Ichigo says, we know you, Nell. No need for crying. Me or Hime, all of us trust you. And hey, who cares if you used to be in a spot? I believe in the Nell who's here right now. Which, good guy Ichigo. Yeah, really good guy straight Ichigo. up. I feel like some other main characters that might have shocked him and been like, oh, what? What? And then like not have done anything for a little bit. But he was like, boom. Nah, fuck that. So Ichigo then turns to Noitora and says, I won't let you touch her. And they begin to fight again. In this fight, if you can't guess, Noitora, of course, fucks Ichigo up. And then keeps going back to Nell. It's kind of a reoccurring thing. And says, uh, maybe it is possible you lost all your memories after all. I And he says, after all, I did split your head pretty well back then. Noitora then picks up Nell, but Ichigo is quick to come back, slashing at Noitora, making him drop Nell. Uh, surprise, Ichigo still can't even fucking cut Noitora, so he gets fucked on that one. Noitora begins walking towards Nell again, talking about how she's always annoyed him. And that's why he threw her out of Las Noches after he split her skull open. Ichigo tries to stop him once again, but gets fucking smacked by Noitora's blade and sent far away. Noitora at this point is asking Ichigo what his fucking deal is. Ichigo, of course, replies that I will protect Nell no matter what, and that's all there is to it. The classic Ichigo move. Uh, Noitora replies that you have chosen to die, and then runs up and fucking uppercuts him in the chin. Like, it's sending him fucking flying and then slamming back down to the ground. Ichigo, Got of about course... how physical it was. <laughs> yeah. Ichigo, of course, gets back up, proclaiming as long as he's alive, he won't let her go. He won't let him go anywhere near her. So Noitora proceeds to just beat the shit out of Ichigo. Noitora says, "I hate your kind. You just keep attacking, even though you know you're not going to win." Ichigo now laying on the ground. Noitora grabs his wrist and basically like, grabs his wrist and starts trying to break his fucking wrist and just like snap it. So yeah, and that's when Nell is watching the whole thing. He starts crying out, "Ichigo!" And then we see a poof of pink smoke. And Noitora is looking at it, kind of starts shaking. We see a little bit of Peche and uh, Donda Chaka now sense the spiritual pressure. And Peche says, "Yes, I remember this. That's that's definitely it. It belongs to Master Nell." So and they're then, her fraction, fractionist, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's 
that's how it's they never explicitly said yet but they are like with her when she was in espada so i would assume that they are her, her fraxion she just refers to them as her friends because she's a good person yeah. um then we see the first look of adult nell as the smoke clears which you know hot and then she walks forward and i believe it's called sunito right that's the hollow version she sunitos yeah, past noitora grabs ichigo and then sunitos back away ichigo is kind of like sun and asks if she really is the same nell and then we get to hear the first time of Nell opening her mouth, and you can very clearly tell us the same Nell. And she says, I am. Thanks to you, Ichigo. I was able to return to my old form again. When I was in my smaller form, you always made the choice to protect me, and you brought me all the way here with you. Please stay still for a bit. I will protect you. She then stands up and turns to face Noitora. Ichigo says, don't tell me you're planning to fight this guy. She says, don't worry. It'll be over before you know it. And then a magic gust of wind flies through, lifting up her hair, and we get to see the, the number on her back is three. She runs at Noitora, holding her sword and slashes him across the fucking chest, drawing blood immediately, so she's instantly stronger than Ichigo. Noitora tries to hit her, but she pretty much parries and then kicks him. Uh, parry. I don't want to trigger anybody. Parries and then <laughs> kicks him right in the fucking face, sending him flying. Noitora keeps getting up and tries to hit her, but is, she's basically either dodging, parrying. She's just completely unable to do so. Nell then jumps into the air and then dives down, like holding her sword like a fucking spear straight down at him. Noitora dodges, but then it sends smoke all around. Nell uses that to hide inside of the smoke because she's just a fucking badass. Nell appears behind him saying, over here, and then sucker punches him. So giving him back for each go. Noitora recovers and sticks his tongue out and now fires his special yellow Saro. That's which, right, he had a yellow one. If you remember, Nell just fucking takes a deep breath and then begins sucking in the Saro. Once she's, she's a Kirby, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once she swallows all of it, she then fires it back, now making it pink, and it hits Noitora. Tezra sees this and being a huge Noitora simp, lets go of Orihime and begins running towards the blast. Orihime runs to Ichigo, promising to heal him in a second, but then she kind of gets distracted. She's like, oh, I'll heal you, Ichigo. And then she looks up and sees adult Nell and kind of is in a gaze. Nell turns to Ichigo jealousy. and then immediately. It's jealousy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then it, so Nell turns to Ichigo and then immediately reverts back, personality wise, and then runs towards Ichigo running, jumping at him and hugging him. We get a kind of funny scene here where, like, Nell is crushing the fuck out of Ichigo because now she's so much stronger. And yeah. he's just, like, hugging <laughs> hugging to Ichigo to death. Um, Orihime the whole time was like, Nell, wait. Nell, stop. Stop. And Ichigo's, like, fucking dying. Just, just the ghost leaving his body. Yeah. Just as this is going on, we see Tezra get absolutely sent flying past them. And then we see Noitora get back up with bruises all on his right side, saying, who the hell told you to let go of the girl? Because he's pissed at Tezra. Noritera says, it totally slipped my mind that Cerro Doble, being a specialty of yours, I should have played it more carefully, but there is something you've forgotten as well. Many years have gone by since you disappeared from this place. Uh, don't tell me you're under the impression that the Espada's rankings are the same after all this time has passed. Nell tells Ichigo that he needs to rest, and Noitora is all hers. This time, it's her turn to protect him. Nell turns to face Noitora. Noitora says you're going to learn firsthand that the number you have on your back is meaningless, and that's the end of that episode. So we're, if, we're kind of zooming. Yeah. So if if we go by his logic, though, um, Nell sh originally should be stronger than Olkiora, correct? So I don't – it would depend. It would depend when Olkiora joined the Espada because obviously yeah. Nell is number three. So mm -hmm. And now it's Halibull. Yeah, so which now is Halibull. But he's, he was originally – which, uh, spoiler, I don't know if you remember. He was originally eight when uh, he took out Nell. So oh, Noitor was eight. Yeah. So his point here is he saying that down. many years have passed. So the Espada as a whole are much stronger than when she was in it. So oh, I get you. I think he's kind of like comparing it, you know, to the um, the like one hundred uh, number Espada. 
Yeah. Like they were like the old school. And I don't know if she was part of that crew, but like that's like yeah, the she, old, less powerful she version. She might friends with Dom Panini. Yeah. Yeah. So that I think he might be comparing it like, yo, yeah, you're part of the old version. Like we're much stronger now. So that's kind of what he's comparing there, which we do get to see the flashback of what happens to Nell. And you will find that the Noe Torres uh, logic is all kinds of flawed, which uh, I'll talk about when we get to it. So start of this next episode, we get to see a little bit more of the least interesting of the fight. Uh, Renji and Udu fighting their doppelgangers. They, of course, win. And they basically do like, the, oh, of course, uh, the original is always going to win. A fake is still a fake. But once they splat them, the splats from the uh, doppelgangers go all over and they become their own copies. So now there's multiple Udus and multiple Renjis running around. Uh, Xyloparo explains that that's the beauty of clone fighting, one-to-one technology. Every time these clones are defeated, they simply split apart and multiply again, sometimes in larger numbers than before. Then we get a funny scene of Dondo Chaka like, coming to help out Renji. He's like, oh, get him, Renji, and does a kudo chop while Renji is blade clashing with one of them. But he tries to attack the real Renji, and Renji like, yeah. dodges at the last second. But don't worry, because uh, we hear, don't worry, Dondo Chaka, Peshe is here to save you, and then he attacks the real Renji as well. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, so Udu comes running over and says, guys, I've discovered the difference between the clones and them. He says, the first Renji's clones in mind, they're the hardest to tell apart because other than our eyes, which their eyes are pretty much just like don't have pupils, um, there's only a slight disparity in our hair. Uh, he says, next, Donachaka's clones have duplicates. Uh, Donachaka's clones, his duplicates have you know, spots on them. Yeah. So, okay, so you remember that one, Jose. What is the difference of Peche's clones? He says, Peche's clones, I'm sure you've noticed by now, the obvious difference blank what is the difference of Peche's clones was it in their hair or something like that they all wear pants so oh if you remember he wears a loincloth his clones all wear pants (laughs) and then the other three of them all are completely stunned by this revelation like what it's like i didn't notice i didn't notice that they wear pants i legit didn't even realize that that he's wearing a loincloth yep yep so uh, we get a reply immediately from Xyloparo as they're kind of like strategizing, like, oh, we're going to get him now. We got the strategy. And Xyloparo's like, trust me, I'm not that stupid. That loincloth and those awful spots just didn't appeal to my superior sense of fashion. My version is much more <laughs> tasteful. So he changed them on purpose to make them look better. And Renji yeah. the whole time, like, he's explaining this and he's showing, like, the before and the after. And, like, Renji's like, well, you're stupid because clones are supposed to look the same. So you're dumb. <laughs> it's like the whole time. It's like, okay. Uh, so Renji begins attacking his clones again, only for them to continue to multiply. Renji and Udi begin trying to run to try to formulate a plan. Renji says it's a losing battle to try to win against this many of ourselves at one time and they should leave. Udu agrees, saying, great idea, but the only one problem is there's no way out of here. Renji, who he's come up with a plan, says, maybe, maybe not. I've got an idea. Then goes, Bankai. Udu immediately like, no, no, it's like, you can't use that in here. And then all the other Renji cones copy him and go Bankai as well. And then we zoom out of the dome they were fighting and see it fucking completely explode. Just because all the Renji clones went Bankai at the same time. it wasn't a bad idea. Yeah. So we zoom out of the dome. You know, it explodes. Renji is standing there by himself with his Bankai around him, says, as expected. And then he says, I thought they were just copying my moves, so I tested it with Bankai. And then we see uh, Udu come out of the rubble and say, sometimes you and Ichigo are so, like, it's stunning. Renji mm-hmm. says, well, Dondachaka and Peshe should be fine since they're tough, but how many clones are left? And then we see there's probably about five of each of them left. Renji says the real problem is Xyloparo. And that's just when we see him coming out of the rubble protected in his release form, which is basically like a flower petal that's kind of like protecting him, like wrapped around him. Uh, Xyloparo snaps his fingers and says, well, let's end this. This fight is beginning to bore me, which, you know, agreed. So as he snaps his finger, all the other clones kind of just evaporate in the ink and they go get rid of him. Then he says, Can, uh, he says, allow me to demonstrate you the true power of my... Lalu Deosa, I think is his name. 
La Lujuriosa, which is the Lost Foles we looked up. And he... So at that point, Udu begins to run for an angle, and they both say that they have no interest in his little performance he's about to have. They both try to attack, but the hollows that Xylopar was using to the throne stand up and block both of their attacks. Just then, Xylopar wraps his finger, uh, wraps his flower spore tentacles, kind of like he makes a wall around Udu and then kind of gobbles him up with a big flower thing. Mm-hmm. And he spits out Udu, and then we see that like it travels down his little tentacle back to him, and one of the spore sacks that hang off his tentacle pops out a doll version of Udu. Which, this is the part that I forgot. I, I totally yeah, forgot I, that he had I this had ability. I had no idea about this. Because I remember, I can have fond memories of this happening. And I remember that when we first saw it, I was like, damn, this ability is OP as fuck. So let me get to the description of the ability, and then I'll say why. Xylopyro says, uh, your role as Udiu is now over. From now on, this is Udiu. Then he runs his thumb past the doll's hair, and Udiu feels it. Xylopyro uh, says, think of this as a joystick that controls your five senses. And then flicks Udiu right in the fucking dome and makes him bleed. Xylopyro uh, then begins pulling the doll in two, about to snap it. Renji's like yelling, stop it, stop it. Just then it fucking pops in half. Renji turns to Udiu, and he's totally fine, playing on the ground. Uh, Xylopyro says, sorry, I didn't mean to cause a stir. It's actually meant to come apart. And then inside the doll is a whole bunch of little bits and pieces. They kind of look like pills. And mm-hmm. each of, he says, each of these are actually body parts. He says, your brain power is limited, so I'll just show you instead of taking more time to explain. Then he pulls out a piece that says stomach on it and crushes it. And Udiu fucking vomits up like water almost immediately. Um, so, yeah, let's pause here. His power is OP as fuck. So Holy OP. Because, like, if he didn't want to fucking gloat, like, you know, let's say, like, you were going in, you have this power, express intent to kill somebody, you just summon you just the doll. Them. Yeah, you just crush it. You know, like, you just instantly crush it. Like, it's like, okay, I have this doll of Josh. Just crush it. Just instantly <laughs> crush it. Just destroy everything inside of it. It's done. It's like, no, you can't win. You just you just got to go for all of Josh's weak points. Go for his knees first. Um... You would just have to be so fast that you can attack him before he can even react. Like, once you get yeah. sucked into the, the flower thing... I would imagine it's like this. If he's able to catch you in the flower, you're already too slow and you're fucked. Yeah, definitely. It's like I don't see a way. Like, this is probably a way out, but getting sucked up into it, it's like you're already being yeah produced. Yeah, and it's like once he has the pills, like, what do you do? It's like you can't – like, if you take one step, he could just go blit and just, like, fucking destroy. It's like they're – luckily, he's some gloaty scientist thing. He wants to play with the subject so that that doesn't happen to them right away. Mm-hmm. But if you were not that, you could get fucked. Yeah, like imagine him pulling out your um your lung. Yeah, yeah, and he to- does say there's vital organs in here, but he's specifically choosing the ones that he wants so they can make it last longer. Jeez, he's just gonna get rid of like your liver. And- yeah. So can he th- add stuff? Can I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know if he could ask if like if he's able to create the pills and he's like, oh, I destroyed your stomach here. Let me make you a new one really quick. I'll just put that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shove that back in there. So Renji runs to attack Xyloparo because he still hasn't been gotten, but he just immediately gets wrapped up in his tentacle flower bullshit as well, and now he has a doll of Renji. So he has two dolls now, and we cut back to the fight with Nell and Noitora. Noitora says to Nell, you make me sick, and then they begin to fight. Nell is able to Sonido kind of around and points her sword at his eye, while Noitora is just about to hit her on the side, and they both kind of stop their swords. Noitora asks, why did she stop her sword? Nell replies, why did you stop yours? And Noitora says it's obvious he stopped his because she stopped hers. And Nell jumps back. And Noitora says, you're so annoying. When I'm fighting with you, I can't help but think back. Except for those ridiculous ragtag clothes you're wearing, you haven't changed one single bit. And then we go to the next episode, which I believe is going to be our last one, which is the flashbacks of Nell. Um, Dono Chaka makes the observation that when Xyloparl does his sword release, it kind of looks like udon noodles. So maybe that's a better comparison for some of you guys out there. (laughs) 
Ichigo I, tries, dude, udon noodles are dank. Yeah, so Ichigo tries to get up and like go help Nell. We're kind of back over immediately. And Orihime is like, oh, Ichigo, wait, because you know, Ichigo is still fucked up injured. But instead of just straight up healing him with this free time that she's had, she does nothing. And then Tezra reappears, kicks Ichigo in the fucking chin, and then re-grabs Orihime. Um, Nell and Noitor are now in flashback mode where we see Nell in her cool Huekomudo outfit. They're kind of I would say sparring, but only it's sparring to one of them, not to Noitora. Noitora tries to attack, but she grabs like the pole part of his weapon and then turns her blade reverse style, kind of like Ahsoka, and yeah. slashes the fuck out of him. Noitora says that he thought this was a fight to the death. Nell says she refuses because he doesn't deserve to have such an honor. She continues Oof. on saying, When we became hollows, we transformed from humans to beasts. And then as a Ronkars, we regained our sense of reason. Those with the ability to reason must have a purpose to fight. You lack a purpose. I know, I'm under no obligation to fight you, and there's no reason whatsoever to kill Straight you. Straight calling him an animal. Yeah. Like, basically, like, yeah, you haven't even evolved past the part of being an animal, so I don't want to kill an animal. Sorry. So Noitora responds saying, He has a good reason. I loathe and despise you. Nell says, that's not a reason, that's instinct. You're still a beast. You're not worthy to be my opponent. Uh, my opponent. And this is when we find out that Noitora is number eight, as I mentioned earlier. Tezra, now, who is just kind of hanging out to the side because he's simping hard, asks why Nell and why not any other Spada. Noitora says he can't stand. Okay, so let me ask you, let me ask you today. Let me ask you, let me ask you. Why does Noitora hate Nell? I remember it was a simple reason, but I don't mm -hmm. remember the reason. You, you're on so, the right track. Does, he, the right does track. he hate her? Is it he hates her face or something, right? He, so not 2020 appropriate reason here. He can't stand seeing a woman defeat a man in battle. Is the whole ah. reason he hates her. So it's literally he this whole thing fucking her up, making her into kid. You know, it's just because she's a woman. So yikes. We then see Nell wandering around looking for Dono Chaka and Peche because it's time for dinner. She's unable to find them, which is never a good sign. She then turns the corner and runs straight into Noitora, who's holding his weapon. Which, interesting to note here, if you remember his weapon when he's fighting, it's like a double crescent. You know, it's kind of like an that's eight. Like a... It's kind of like an eight missing the two, the top and the bottom part, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. perfect, Jose. Um, in the flashback, he's only got the one. He's got, like, so, like, the, the, cr the crescent moon, and so that's did it. did it evolve? I don't know. I don't know. But in the flashback, he just got the one. Um, he appears in the hallway, he's holding his weapon, and he's like, oh, you looking for someone? Just then, something smashes through the wall, and we see, well, I want to say we see, quotes, we see Peche and Donachaka smash through the wall, but they're in their Fraxion form, which they don't call them that, but it's, they're pretty sure they're Fraxion. Um, we don't really get to see them at this point, like, they kind of do, like, weird camera angles where you can see the bottom half of Peche's face, so you know it's Peche. Okay. Um, and you don't really get to see much of Donachaka aside from the fact that he's a big Donachaka. Uh, Nell looks at them kind of like shook and yeah, like yells at Noitora saying, you ripped off their masks. How dare you? Of course, Nell and Noitora begin to fight over this now with Noitora saying, I think I've given you enough reason to fight me now, haven't you? Nell says, not quite. This isn't a reason to fight to the death, but you've done wrong. You've just injured two of my friends. And for that, I will make you pay. Noitora baits her outside. So the fight happens like this. I start in a the hallway. Then Nell kicks Noitora outside. Noitora begins kind of like backstepping because she's getting fucked up by Nell, obviously. And he baits her into, like, another room where, like, there's concrete on the ground. And the moment she steps foot on the ground, we see a flash of the backside of Xyloparo. And then Noitora smirks. Nell goes to slash Noitora, but then he vanishes. Like, kind of like a Miss Shadow clone jutsu. So, kind of like she's fighting Zabuza. And then we see a slash hit her right across the, Mac, uh, the mask. She falls to the ground with Noitora actually standing behind her. Uh, we cut now to Noritora dragging the body of Nell and Donachaka and Peche on the roof of Las Noches while stating that fighting isn't logical. He doesn't need a reason. Then Xyloparo appears behind Noritora 
And Noitor is like, what do you want? Xylopara says, I thought we were joining forces. Can't I at least see the outcome of my work? Noitora says, it's not a partnership. I took advantage of you. Then Noitora throws the bodies of Donachaka, Pesce, and Nell off the roof of Las Noches. He doesn't just drag I, them out the I front. About he throws this. them off the roof. Uh, Noitora thinks to himself, Neliel, it was never power that divided us. It was experience, pure and simple. Before your wound is healed and you return to Las Noches, I will have surpassed you. My power will be so great, you won't be able to touch me. So he was kind of always expecting Nell to come back. So I don't know why he's surprised that she's come back. It's a, it's like, a, did, he, did he think was she already a child form or did she, she was turn not. into a child form? So right? she's adult form the whole time. She's mm-hmm. about to turn into child form. I'll tell you right now, she's about to. But he's not when she's having this thought, she's still adult form. So I think at this point he's like, Oh, she's gonna come back and then we'll fight. But by the time she even comes back, like and recovers completely, I will have been stronger. Like it'll be too late. Um he tells Zylaparo, let's go. And this is when we find out that Zylaparo during this time wasn't in Espada. He's not even a spot at this part. Um, just as they begin to walk away. He's just a scientist, right? Or yep. something like that? Yep. As they begin to walk away, they see pink mist kind of begin to form at the bottom where the bodies were dropped, and they run back, and then they see Nell has reverted back to a child form. Xyloparo says spirit energy is escaping from the crack in her mask, and her soul is shrinking. Noyatora says she's in a bo- she's now in a body that suits her perfectly. But on the other hand, I suppose that's the last time our swords will ever cross. That really is a shame. Which, once again, I mean, you'd think he'd be happy about her being back, but I guess not. Yeah, And then doubly, from like a scientist standpoint, I don't know why Xylopara wasn't like, yo, I'm going to go down there and get that body. Like, she right, just like, somehow returned to a kid. Like, I'm going to research the fuck out of that. That's just, that's crazy. It's like their explanation for it was pr- kind of crazy, but it's like, damn, it's like it could have been her just trying to heal herself. So yeah. she put herself yeah. in a smaller. Like a dormant state, you know? Yeah. And it's like if I was like if I was lead researcher, I'm like, yo, I've never seen that before. How can we do that? I would be like, oh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. And then I would swing back around and fucking take the body later. Just take the elevator. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, because think about it, right? If it was Mayuri, I feel like he'd be down there in a fucking heartbeat. He'd be like, oh. Oh, yeah. He would have okay. been like, hmm. It's like, I'm going to take that I'm as an experiment. This. Yeah. So uh, we cut it to a little bit later now. They've left, and we see little Nell awaken. Both Donatok and Pesce are awake, staring at her. We once again can't see most of them. They're both covered in tarps. Fucked, right? Yeah, so they basically have, like, brown tarps over them, and we can once again see, like, a half face of Pesce. Not much of anything of Donatok, maybe, like, his chin. Uh, Pesce picks up on the situation almost instantly, saying Master Nell has died. All her power lost, memory erased, the girl who lies before us is not Master Nell. However, we must protect her from Noitor and Xylopara from all dangers and adversity. If our masters become defenseless, we must shield her with our lives. We have sworn to serve Master Nell in any situation, and this is our, fi- our one final duty. Then we cut back, and we see Renji fighting Xylopara, who is commenting on Renji just being too persistent. Then he snaps at a piece of his left Achilles tendon, and Renji collapses to the floor. Ouch. Fucking ouch. Um, Xyloparo wonders which part he should break next. If he breaks the wrong one, then his whole body might fall apart. Then he uh-huh. breaks another piece, which I didn't really get to see which piece he breaks next. And Renji just fucking screams. So it must have been pretty painful. Then we see out of nowhere a green liquid kind of spew from behind Xyloparo, hitting his tentacles and dripping onto his hand. Xyloparo is like, what's going on? What is this stuff? And then the two dolls of Udu and Renji slip out of his hand, and we see Pesce do a sliding grab for them. But just before they hit the ground, so nothing was injured. Nobody needs to worry. Uh, Peche calls out, now Donachaka, bring out Bawa Bawa. Donachaka begins running oh. forward, opens his mouth, and shoots out yellow energy, and it transforms into Bawa Bawa, because apparently Bawa Bawa was kept inside of Peche, this, or uh, Donachaka, this whole time. So Bawa Bawa, So Bawa Bawa comes yeah. out, grabs Peche, and they start zooming. Udu wonders why Bawa Bawa is coming out of Donachaka's mouth. 
And Peche says that Baba Baba is one of the combat spirit bugs that Dondo Chaka houses in his body. But we didn't oh. tell Master Nell about it. We were worried that if any information about us would trigger her memories to return. Master Nell says that she, uh, or he says, Master Nell always hated fighting, and now she's free from the horrors of violence. But if her memory came back, so would those painful, sad thoughts, and our duty was to protect her from pain no matter what. However, she certainly, uh, she certainly has a will to fight now, and if Master Nell says she wants to fight, our job is to be at her side. We will not be intimidated by the likes of you, Xylaparo. Here, here we come, and then Peche standing atop Baba Baba. So Baba's like a giant worm, all right? He's doing the L shape, so Baba Baba's standing up, and then on top of the head is Peche. And Peche's like, here we come, and then they begin charging towards him, and we cut to Noitora versus Nell, of course. You know why I got very um, Sniper King vibes from yes, that? Yes, yes, yeah. 100%. So... In the fight versus Noito versus Nell, um, Nell has kind of got a little sweat going down her head now. And she says, it's unfortunate. I knew it would be rough on me so soon after transforming back. I didn't want to use it unless I had to. And then holds her sword sideways out in front of her hand and then says, praise to be continued. So she's about to release her right release Right before form. her release form. Woo! Woo! It's about to be good, dude. Oh, like, it's I know, so good. I know her release form kind of changes her. And, I mean, spoiler, it, it's a centaur. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's kind of a badass, though. Oh, it's super badass. So yeah. she's got a sweet one, and it's like you know, realistically, a centaur versus like Noritor is like a praying mantis almost, right? Yeah. Like but I do like his release form too. I yeah. think it looks sick. It's pretty fucking cool. So and like I said, Xyloparo's release form is OP as fuck as well. So it's like I feel like in a fight, if you get caught by Xyloparo, you're done. But the yeah, only reason that these guys are fine is because he's a fucking scientist and wants to fucking just wind on and on and torture them. It makes sense why Mayuri is the one who comes and fights him in the end. Yeah, it's kind of the nice, like, it's the scientist for scientists, and Mayuri is the one always talking about wanting to, like, experiment on his people, too. Like, you remember you... In, all the way back to the Bount arc is when he was fighting the old man, he's like, oh, I'm going to capture you, and I'm going to experiment on you. And yeah. Same thing with Uriu. He's like, I'm going to capture you. He does capture, capture uh, Xyloparo, right? Oh, yeah, he does. He does. Right? I, I don't remember. I remember what he does, but I don't remember exactly how he does it. Yeah, and uh, spoiler alert for Thousand Year Blood War arc, he captures um, – the 100 Espada. He has uh, Don Panini. He brings back Don Panini. But yeah, yeah. I think Don Panini like, volunteered, though, right? I, I don't remember how it happened, but I do remember Don Panini makes a return, and I think so does the chick with the yo-yo, but I don't think the guy Chad fought makes a return for some reason. So, Because uh, Chad, you know... But he was still alive. He was still alive when it oh, happened. Because yeah. remember, Chad was like about to fight Noitora, and he was like, no. He's like, stop, stop. So he was still alive. I don't know why he wasn't there. Maybe I'm misremembering and he was in a different fight, but I don't remember that guy being there. Um. I would say all in all, so far they they've done this thing before where they kind of split between two fights. Like they did it really badly in um the last filler arc that we just finished. They, they did it in Soul Society too. This has been done the best so far. I'm kind of okay with it because they're kind of doing as I memed on at the beginning. Like it goes to a cool pit, a cool bit cuts away, but then it does another cool bit in the other fight cuts away. Then it does another cool bit cuts so away. So it's like constantly escalating, and then yeah, they're uh, doing they're doing a good yeah. job of it. Um, but it's pretty good and i knowing what i know like obviously kenpachi and miyuri show up that's why they're doing it they're like oh it's like oh look they're both having a shit time boom 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 and then they're both gonna get rescued at the same time and it's badass so like i can't wait for those that to kick off dude when, just when they come in oh miyuri biakia and kenpachi we send the gang in dude that's when it gets Does, good is biakia with um kenpachi though when he first walks in because no. i think it's just kenpachi, he, he right? appears to rukia if you remember he fights the guy oh with all that's the eyes. right yeah. yeah, and he has a scene I remember to this day where he gets hit by one of the eye things and he immediately slashes he the tendon in his arm. 
He's like, don't need it. Day I remember it. And the guy was like, what? He was like, yeah, I don't need it. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. He still just wrecks that guy because yep. I think Biakia has it in his knee and stuff. At yeah, some Biakia point. is a baller. Big baller. Yeah. Shot call. I do think if Biakia did die in the Thousand Year Blood War arc, it would add a little bit more value to things. Yeah. You know what? Let's uh, start a campaign. We'll start a petition right now. <laughs> change and it. We'll change it before the enemy even comes out. You yeah. know, realistically, so I bet they're pretty close to having that. Mm, I'm trying to think how far in the part where Biakia should have died is. And I feel like it's pretty early on, so maybe they're already past that part. Maybe we missed the point of the petition. Yeah, I think so, because I, I, if they're working on it... Yeah. Yeah. Because it was announced that the... Last year, right? Was it last year it was announced that Bleach is coming back? Or uh, early this year? I think it was early this year, because I remember we were really excited, yeah. uh, and we did the live stream for it, and it was like in February or January. Okay, so early this year, and it was supposed to come out. I, f- I feel like it was supposed to come out in 2021, right? That's right? Yeah, like at the beginning of the year. So it's like it should be relatively close, but, you know, who who knows? And who knows how much of it they're going to adapt in the first season. So Yeah, that's true because it, it's probably going to be like a two- or three-season thing. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. So and then a it, filler. My fucking hey, – there should be no filler, dude, because yeah. <laughs> it's done. If they put a filler in there, they're just greedy. Like, what the hell? Unless express permission, it's something that Tite was like, oh, I wanted to tell a story, but I didn't. So here, put that in there. I would be okay with it. Like, what if he goes back and then retells some story about, like, Wekomundo with, like, dude, the remaining Dude, how dope would it be if they start adapting the light novels? That'd be fire. Oh, that'd be so that'd be sick. so but fire. Do the light novels take place after the – I mean, the newest or... ones do. The yeah, okay. Sh- the uh, 69 guy in light novels take place after yeah. uh, the Blood War. But they have ones that take place in between. So I'm just saying, you know, it's like they could go back and do those. Yeah, just like a quick little tale or something yeah. like that. Yeah, They've 100%. done it before. Yeah, which would be fucking cool. So I would, I would like that a lot. But, you know, who knows? Uh, I do think we are in a really good part of Bleach right now, which is great. It's oh, great this is to a be great in a good part. fucking part because, oh, man, that last filler arc waned on me a little bit, but it was, it was still okay. Yeah, this and then this opening, I went back and listened to it at, at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is my favorite one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, this, that's fire. This is my, yeah, this is my favorite one. It's really good. I've listened to it every time. Every episode I've watched, I've, I've listened to it. I watched the opening and then I just skipped past the five minutes of fucking recap. <laughs> yoink, yeah, because I do right remember that, that it was super like it was a very common thing to just add a bunch of recaps to it. Yeah, every every episode has a recap in it, every single one, and Ugh. it's weird because um, I think. It's because, like, it obviously lets them save on animating those first few minutes because it's like, oh, we just got to animate 15 minutes, you know, whatever. But it's like sometimes there's a lot of stuff to get done. So, it's like, they should push some of it in, but then, you know, what can you do? It's a long-running anime. They're just going to fucking drag it on. It's like it is what it is. Yeah. So that's why I'm hoping that Bleach Thousand Year Blood Arc is lean. Like, when it comes out, just, it's like, like, straight and gets zooming. to the point. Yeah. I, but I do want some fleshing and filling out of specific areas, but, like, mainly towards the back end of it. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Back end needs to be filled out, but, you know, up till now, fine. Um, do we ever get to see Dono Chaka again in the Thousand Year Blood War arc? I don't think so. I think all we see is Nell because she, uh, she's with Grimjo. Because, yeah, and it's, you know, it makes sense, like, here. You find out that he can store combat bugs in his belly. So I'm like, That's kind of oh. cool. Like, I want to see more. Like, what else he got in there? Like, what what else he holding in there? I don't think we see anything else aside from Baba Baba, do we? Yeah, it's just Baba Baba. I, I forgot he even, Baba Baba even came out from his stomach. I didn't even remember the, that. The Baba Baba coming out of his stomach, I forgot. And then the um, the dolls that Xyloparo makes, I forgot. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. OP as fuck. Yeah, I was watching. I was like, I really forgot what his thing is. And he pulled out the dolls. And I was like, oh, I totally remember. So it's it's good to rewatch it. It's good to get refreshed because that shit's fire. So, 
Okay, well, let's call it there. Um, that's been Bleach Boys number 18. Hope you guys like that. We're in good episodes now. We're moving on through. We're, we're zooming. Um, if anybody knows if Nell was part of, like, the OG Espada, like, with Don Panini, I'd love to know if that's the case. I feel like probably so, not. Those Espada were the ones that were with um with Baragon, right, as the king? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. That's why I'd love to know because I'm sure it's not explained. Would be my guess, but yeah, I, I don't know, think, fingers I don't crossed. Think so. so thanks for watching. Be sure to like and subscribe in the video. If you're watching on any of the other platforms, be sure to give us a nice rating and a review. We appreciate that. We'll be back every Saturday with a new episode. Until then, uh, stay safe out there, everybody. We'll see you next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.